Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. What's up, players? This is the talk of champions, franchise player. Always false player. Forever. Finally, at long last, after a couple of days of technical difficulties, Ben Garrett, myself, and David Johnson, him, are back for another crossover podcast in just in time because Ole Miss football is. Two practices. Yeah, two practices in to fall camp. Hey, buddy. How you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm good, and it's not like we've had the time to do it over the last two days anyway. So uh, it's been wild. It's football season. It's here, and, uh, you know, maybe I'll see my kids around Christmas. (laughs) Yeah, Christmas time. When the Christmas tree goes up, that's when time slows down. So, yes, that'll probably be it. I'll be honest with you. I'll be honest with you. You've been out to practice both days. Um, I was there. You, you invited me. You encouraged me to come on Wednesday, come over there to Oxford on Wednesday. And I did. It was good to see you. And also, I'm going to be honest, as I was driving back, this is probably the most confident, and I'm not saying it's going to happen, but this is the most confident I feel about an Ole Miss football team personnel-wise going into the year if the expectation is a realistic, attainable expectation. If that is Atlanta, I'm not saying national championship. I'm not saying anything else that would come with that trip. If we're just saying, could this team coming into the year compared to other Ole Miss teams, look-wise, make it to Atlanta, I feel most confident about this team. Is that crazy? Yeah. Yeah, it is because, uh, you know, right now we don't have an established quarterback. Um, There are still question marks at linebacker. Uh, games have to be played. Mistakes are going to be made. Um, I, I think maybe that is a bridge too far because last I looked, Alabama, A&M, Arkansas, LSU, on and on, they were still in the West Division. Um, but I get your optimism. Well, hold I, on. I would How approach have it with guarded optimism. How have we and not places? unbridled enthusiasm over about what's going to happen? 
but um, they are a good looking bunch. I I'll say that. And uh, man, I got to tell you, I mean, just the work ethic, you know, you see this loose collection of guys and you might as well say half of them didn't play with each other last year. They hit the turf at the practice facility, ready to go all business. They get their stuff done. They're having fun. I like the vibe this team puts out, Ben. I like the vibe. Yeah, and that's what I'm getting at. It's the look of them. Because it used to be we'd come in, man, and we'd look around and go, oh, God, they're two cornerbacks short. They're a linebacker or defensive end short. They have guys. They have numbers at every position except arguably linebacker. Even at quarterback, we don't know the answer to the question of who's going to start at quarterback for Ole Miss this season primarily. We both expect them to play early. But the primary guy going forward, you did a great job. I thought asking Lane Kiffin about the quarterback competition, because it's easy just to go, Hey, where's the quarterback competition right now? But you really addressed what needed to be addressed. And that's what's the timeline. Could you see yourself playing two quarterbacks? He played a bit coy, but the general sense, I think from that room, at least from where I sat was that, yeah, he feels comfortable playing too early, but eventually it's going to be one and there is no timeline, whatever. Uh, yeah. But even quarterbacks, you've got two guys that are talented, that could be if things go right. And that's every position except, save maybe, I'll grant you, linebacker. And that's what I'm saying. The look of this team gives me more confidence going into a year. Not saying it's going to happen. Not saying they're going to beat Alabama. But by the look of them, I can't remember a year where I walked into a practice or walked out there and just saw personnel-wise and went, dang, this team looks good. I, I can't remember when it was that overwhelming for me. Maybe 2016 with Laramie and – uh, Laquan and those guys, but even that group had deficiencies in numbers at certain spots. This one doesn't have the deficiency in numbers, I don't think. Could be completely wrong. Well, you were, you were thin at the quarterback position with that group, okay? You had your guy, and then you had a bunch of guys, right? So you take the quarterback battle just under a microscope here. You've got both guys. Altmaier and Dart are both capable of being SEC quarterbacks. It's just which one is the best. So, um, yeah, it's unusual. That's not a problem. We have had it Ole Miss too many times before where you've got more than one guy with the stuff to be your quarterback. They've got more than one guy this year. I would venture to say, I mean, you know, if, if worse came to worse, Ken K. Dent could get you through an SEC football game. So really and truly. You really think so? Yeah, I do. I do. I mean, I think Dent has looked, honestly, look, he doesn't have the same arm qualities as Luke Altmaier and Jackson Dart. But the first through the first two days of practice, I've seen Ken K. Dent throw some lasers. I mean, I've, I've seen him be on his game. Uh, he's mostly been working with the third team. But you know, could he move up in the pecking order? Yeah, I think he could. Um, but he's not going to leapfrog Jackson or Luke Altmaier. I'm just saying I think he could move up to being a number two quarterback uh, if the situation demanded it. If one of them got injured and they were out for a considerable amount of games, I'd feel okay with Kincaid Dennis, my backup quarterback. That's no small thing either. No, no, it's not. But, you know, he's been in this offense a long time. He's got it mastered. 
He's limited some by his physical abilities, but um, he can pull all the right triggers. I, I believe that. But again, it's just a testament to how quickly Ole Miss has created depth on this roster. I was talking to Chris Partridge today. Asked him about the defensive line depth that they have created almost seemingly out of thin air. Because you go back to that Outback Bowl, and oh my gosh, against Indiana, the Rebels were playing with, with not too many guys on the defensive line. Now all of a sudden, look, Partridge says they're going to play with 10 or 11 guys this year. And you know what? He's right. He's not overselling that. They're going to have 11 men that can rotate in and out and not miss a beat on their defensive line. And that secondary is nasty too. And, you know, yeah, you you talk about, and we've all talked about how linebacker may be the weakness of this defense. But you know what I do know? If I've got really great guys playing in front of me and really great guys playing behind me, I don't have to be that great. And I think as long as they get some serviceability out of Ashanti Sistrunk, Austin Keys, Troy Brown, and company, they're going to be just fine. I truly believe that. And oh, I do too. Talk- it's not like they're just like going to a handful of slap dicks back there. That's not what this is. We're just saying they don't have the strength in numbers at linebackers. They do at defensive end or defensive line in general. Even wide receiver, yeah. which was a, such a big thing because they lost their top three wide receivers from last year. It doesn't have the same numbers, but this is not some uh, just a handful of scrubs just trying to get by. That's not. Oh no, 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 no. They they've got talent, and you know, you and I hit on it last week before any of these coaches started talking or anything. But we gave kudos to Randall Joyner and the job he's done up front on that defensive line, and uh, again, just amazing work. Because all of a sudden, you know, you go from two years ago, two seasons ago, where Ole Miss probably had the thinnest defensive line depth in the conference to now it's really one of the deepest units there is and that's just a very quick and amazing transition right there um so i'm buying into it after partridge spoke to the media today i'm more apt to buy into him too to be honest with you you say you're buying into it chris partridge you say isn't overselling it that's all I'm getting at is the look of this team, the way that they look and how they're constructed. I'm not saying they're going to Atlanta. And if they got to Atlanta, that means that they're in the catbird seat to get to the national championship or get into the playoff and go compete for a national championship in that final four. I'm saying just from the way they looked compared to other past Ole Miss teams, even the very best ones in recent years, from a full-on collection of talent, this group has pretty much a claim or has the claim to being the most talented going into a year. Now, it could all fall apart. There could be some regression. There could be obvious underperformance. That happens anyway. But they do have numbers that Ole Miss historically has not had. No, no, that's that's very true. Absolutely. Um, you know, but you always have to worry about all kind of things, as you mentioned, injuries included, you know, how the – how you know, September looks like a cakewalk for Ole Miss, okay, on paper. Um, but, you know, what does September look like if you if you lose two offensive linemen, two defensive linemen, you know, you see a couple of wide receivers spring ankles, you never know. And um, the back end of that schedule is very, very difficult. 
And uh, when you're talking about in a row playing at Baton Rouge, at College Station, and then coming home against Alabama, that's that's tough. That is very, very difficult. And, uh, you know, I, I've still got confidence that this team can win 10 games. I don't know if it'll be the right 10 to get them to Atlanta, but um, but they've got the potential to, to reach double digits and victories again. I got two things I want to do as we kind of deep dive into Ole Miss football, which is officially back as Ole Miss has opened fall camp practices, two practices in. And the first thing is helmet stickers. But first, a little bit of house cleaning. If you haven't already, subscribe, rate, review, talk of champions in iTunes. And when you do, leave a five-star review. It doesn't matter what you say. As long as it's five stars, this podcast can be found wherever you get your podcasts. Just simply search Talk of Champions. And Talk of Champions is brought to you in part by Thomas Chandler of Capital Financial Group. When's the last time you thought about retirement? What about saving for your kid's college? In these crazy economic times, working with a professional is of the utmost importance. And that's where my friend Thomas Chandler comes in. Thomas is a financial planner with Capital Financial Group, and he wants to help you make the right decisions for your financial future. So give him a call today at 662-296-0186. That's 662-296-0186. And tell him that Ben sent you for a no-cost consultation and get started toward financial independence today with Thomas Chandler of Capital Financial Group. Your Ole Miss baseball rebels are national champions. Yes, that really happened. Your eyes did not deceive you. And what better way to celebrate since we all spent way too much money getting to and back home from Omaha than with a new car. Well, the only place to buy a car in Oxford, Mississippi is Allen Samuels Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Oxford. From new and used sales to parts and service, Allen Samuels of Oxford aims to provide a truly stellar automotive experience. And what separates Allen Samuels Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Oxford from every other dealership is they aim to address each of your needs with the utmost respect, care, and attention to detail. They'll get you in the car you want at a price point that you can afford. Give them a call today, 662-234-8000. Ask Brian or Mason to tell them to Talk of Champions sent you because now Talk of Champions actually makes sense. Ole Miss Baseball won a national championship and they'll get you in your dream car with your Ole Miss Omaha magnet planted right there on the driver's side door. They're located at 2201 East University Avenue in Oxford. That's 2201 East University Avenue. That's just past Kroger. Contact them today, 662-234-8000. That's Alan Samuels, Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, Ram of Oxford, a proud sponsor of the national champion. Talk of Champions podcast. BNA Bank is celebrating 125 years of local banking. For generations, BNA Bank has been a stable fixture in Northeast Mississippi, supporting and investing in our local small businesses, local schools, local community events, local charities, and so much more. At BNA Bank, we believe in our local communities, businesses, and organizations because we are a local business, too. Thank you for choosing to bank local with BNA Bank. The signs of summer are here. Freshly mowed grass, days in the water at the ballpark, and all the rest on the golf course. Well, that's how we do it over here at Oxford and Ole Miss anyway. And PXG Golf Apparel is here to make sure you're locked and loaded for round after round at University Course or Oxford Country Club. PXG has taken its mission to create the most high-quality, high-performance golf clubs in the game to their new line of apparel as well. With PXG Apparel, there's something for everyone. From pants, polos, and sweaters to hats, joggers, and skirts. 
You'll usually find me with a hat on my head, and PXG has nailed the fitted breathable, and my navy goes with pretty much anything. So don't wait another second. Elevate your style game on and off the course with the PXG Spring Summer 2024 Collection. Head over to pxg.com TOC and use promo code TOC for Talk of Champions at checkout to save 10% on all apparel. That's pxg.com TOC, code TOC for Talk of Champions to save 10% on apparel. PXG, a proud sponsor of the Talk of Champions Podcast Network. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. We're going three. One, two, three. Let's go. Helmet stickers. After two days, three helmet stickers, you'd hand them out to who? Man, that's a good question. One goes, my first one, I'm going to pin on a freshman the running back, Quinshawn Judkins. Man, I'm going to tell you, the kid looked good in the spring, but there's no doubt he's put in some monster work inside the weight room in the offseason. How Ole Miss went to Alabama and got him from the Crimson Tide and Auburn, I have no idea. But both of those schools will regret not going after Quinshawn Judkins. Um, I think he's going to make an impact this year. He's going to have to share carries. We know with Zach Evans, Ulysses Bentley, Kendrell Bullock. But uh, I'm going to tell you, man, I think he's the hardest runner the Rebels have at this point. And that's no indictment on any of the other guys running the ball because they all look fantastic. But Quinshawn Judkins gets my first helmet sticker. Okay, what has he done out there at practice that warrants that sticker? What's jumped out to you? Because he's you're not the first person I've talked to about Quinshawn Jenkins over the last two days. This is a player that that's ready made to come in and play. But what has he done over the last couple of days to make you go, oh yeah, man, this this guy's even better than we thought? Maybe. Look, look, he's got feather soft hands coming out of the backfield, and on carries he has a bolt of lightning. Okay, boom, balls in the bread basket, he's gone, and and, and he does it time and time again. He keeps on doing, it. and. Uh, no, they're not tackling yet, but they're 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 putting their hands on each other. They're they're getting in the grasp. Only nobody can get a grasp on Quinshawn Judkins. Um, you know, I know there are more senior guys in front of him, but he will he will carry the rock this season. There is no way that they can deny him that opportunity. Hands down, Quinshawn Judkins. He gets a helmet sticker. When do they put on pads? I think the first day of pads is going to be Saturday. Um, 
you know, and they'll probably just do a couple of thud practices before things get real. Not that they're really ever going to get real in fall camp. You know, there's one thing coaches all guard against, and that's that's hurting your own guys. Um, so, you know, there will be some tackling that that's, you know, in the very near future. But uh, I, I don't particularly think they're going to start laying in on each other hard and heavy. Well, you're right. That's when you'll know whether Quinshawn is truly ready to take this thing and start running from get, you know? Well, you got to be able to catch him and touch him before you can tackle him. And, yeah. and what I'm saying is they're not doing that right now. And the important thing, I think the thing that jumped out to me the most is you said he had feather soft hands because that matters because Zach Evans, one thing that he wasn't really utilized or he didn't do much of at TCU where he transferred from was catch the ball out of the backfield in the screen game. Ulysses Bentley definitely did that at SMU, but – Quinshawn and Ulysses, if you stood them next to each other, they're very different sized guys, very different built running backs. So he could add a dimension in that way that maybe not even Zach Evans offers right now. He could. That's why he came to Ole Miss. That's part of the reason why he transferred to Ole Miss to be used in that way, Zach Evans, in any number of different ways and explored as a bell cow guy. Still, if he doesn't, yeah. if he still isn't that guy, then Quinshawn could be that guy. Yeah, and I'll tell you, Zach has shown great hands too. I mean, Ulysses Bentley has shown That's great good. hands. Kentrell Bullet. These guys are catching what's thrown at them. And, um, <clears throat> you know, I, I get back to the old, uh, old, old thing we've been talking about all summer. Did Ole Miss rebuild their backfield better than it was before? I, two days into camp, yes. I say yes, they did. Yes, I agree. Second helmet sticker is it? a good question um i'm gonna give it to luke altmeyer simply because um he hung in here he weathered the storm and, and and you know if you're not a player i don't know if you can fully recognize what all luke had to weather he's on the Ole Miss roster he's matt corral's backup he basically plays the entire sugar bowl and then immediately it goes to Ole Miss is trying to find matt corral's replacement with the, with the media theme out there. And um, rest assured, Luke puts the blame on us for everything. Um, he, I mean, he, he told me that yesterday, that, um, you know, it's the media driving this narrative. Then he also said, hey, I understand it and everything, talking about more or less the national media. But, um, you know, for a kid to not really – seemed to think he had a fair chance when Dart got here. Because of all the hoopla, the whole month of January, we were all following Jackson Dart's every tweet. Um, you know, was he coming here? Was he going to Oklahoma? Was he going to stay at USC? And um, Luke Altmaier held in there. And, and not only did he just hold in there to stay, he, he decided he was going to stay and fight. And he has fought. And he won spring practice, hands down. Uh, I had a member of the staff tell me 14 practices to one in the favor of Altmaier. And, um, you know, I think he's, he's kicked off fall camp in the right mode. He's doing the right things. And that's not to say Jackson Dart will not be the starter against Troy because he, he, may, he may very well be. And, and you know, I'm going to go ahead and give that third helmet sticker to Jackson Dart because, you know, I think Jackson had a good time while he was being recruited second go around. 
in the transfer portal. But I think maybe, maybe he has a little regret about how he handled that and the the fan buildup and all that stuff, the the hoopla, the fanfare. Um, maybe that helped build up some expectations that maybe shouldn't have been there quite as high. And 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 you got to remember too, both of these guys, they're not 20 years old yet. Um, and the amount of pressure on each of them as they go out there every day and compete for the quarterback job. And we're asking Kiffin and we're asking Charlie Weiss and anybody else that'll answer us about what they think about the quarterback battle. They're not immune to it. I mean, they, they see what's being written and what's being reported. And, um, you know, both those guys are, are battling their butts off. There's, there's no doubt about it. Hands down. One of them's not going to win, Ben. <clears throat> One of them is not going to win. And, and it's really going to be a shame because they're both quality kids and they're both quality quarterbacks. And um, one of them is going to be carrying a clipboard. And, uh, you know, we as members of the media probably need to think about that a little bit more than what we do when we report about how the quarterback battle's going. And, um, you know, there's no denying that's the storyline of the whole fall camp. And when Lane gets tired of everybody asking him about it or writing about what they think they saw, he's going to kick the media out of fall camp and then we'll just wait for him to tell us. But, um, you know, those two guys get helmet stickers. I think they deserve it. It's, uh, it, it, it's a tough situation to be in no matter the situation, because, uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it, it's a real life thing. The pressure, the pressure is tremendous. And think of the pressure that's going to be on whoever's shoulder that wins this job. I mean, you throw an incompletion, you throw an interception. The first thing you're going to hear is, Hey, what about so-and-so he's on the sidelines. Let's get him in there, coach the most popular guy on every football team is the backup quarterback, right? That's a lot. Whoa, that's a lot to unpack. And I got a couple of things. One, I think Luke, because I was going to bring this up. Luke, you could tell Luke had some stuff he wanted to say yesterday. Because Ole Miss had his big yeah, media day. And what they do, and they've done this for years, is after the head coach meets with the media in one room, they take us over to the grill at 1810 in the Manning Center and players are just spread out in that kitchen area at different tables, and you can go talk to them individually. It's a really good thing um, and much easier than all those gangbang interviews they make us do constantly all throughout the year, almost exclusively. Well, yes, exclusively. Anyway. Gang bang. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I know. I know. I know. It, when it came out of my mouth, I immediately went, oh, God. Anyway, anyway, yeah, Luke had some things to say. He was in a mood. It felt like misplaced frustration. It it's, happens yeah, all yeah. the time now. Like, what are we supposed to do as media people, man? Ole Miss loses Matt Crow, one of its most decorated and accomplished quarterbacks ever, and is very publicly in the NCAA transfer portal looking for alternatives to Luke Altmaier, including Dylan Gabriel and the kid that ended up at, at Washington. What was his name? Can't, what was his name? I can't remember. Uh, incarnate Word, yeah. Incarnate Word, Cameron Ward was his name. Um, yeah. 
a handful of other guys. There was even like Bo Nix stuff that wasn't even real, but it was out there, you know? So we're, we're, our job is to report and also to, to entertain in a lot of ways, but it's not like there was any ill intent or malice or going at Luke Allmeyer in any way. And if you listen to this podcast for any length of time, you've been blowing his horn for a long time, you know, about what he could be and how good he was in the spring. And, and I've given him credit for that as well. So yesterday just felt very misplaced because he knows he can't direct that frustration where it's probably due, but that's Lane Kiffin. Well, and Lane Kiffin well, is right to feel that way. Like Lane Kiffin has to, as the head coach and the protector or keeper of this Ole Miss football program, get as many good players as possible to try to win football games. Nobody's handed a job. Uh, Luke wasn't going to be handed a job, so he had to go get viable competition. He found a good one in Jackson Dart. So the idea that Lane wasn't supposed to do that and just hand it to Luke is ludicrous to begin with. But I get why Luke would be frustrated with that because he's supposed to be, was recruited to be, and bought, like, bided his time and then did well in the Sugar Bowl. It, it, like, a natural progression would be becoming the starting quarterback. However, however, that's not what happened. So from our vantage point, we're, we're getting stray fire here even though we didn't really do anything in, in regards to this development. So it felt misplaced, but I get where he was coming from. And with Jackson, I agree with you too. Like Jackson recognizes that he kind of handled that recruiting, but a little shitty. But like I said to Lane, Lane yesterday, I asked a really stupid convoluted question about the absurdity of college football recruiting. He touched on it, but that's kind of what I was getting at is how ludicrous and absurd recruiting has become to where you have to take all these pictures and you have to – do these elaborate TikTok videos and um, you got to yeah. pull up in the car and, and Lane's got to wear a certain kind of hoodie. It's all for the social media clout. And Jackson played into that because that's what the culture is. And he regrets it now. And there are real people that have consequential reactions to this stuff like Luke Altmaier did. And, uh, and I, I was still impressed with him when, with him when I talked to him because he sounded, he sounded very much not like the kid I expected to talk to considering I only had the relationship with him through Twitter and social media, right? So sitting down and talking to him, you're like, holy cow, this is a human being. And that was the most real, that was the most crazy thing about Media Day is I've been talking to a lot of those kids for months, months, JJ Pegues, Jordan Watkins, you name them. I never met them in person. So what's become very obvious to me about college athletics, college football um, in this day and age is how impersonal it is. So I'm going up to Jordan Watkins. He's like, oh, Ben, finally nice to meet you. JJ Pegues was like, we, we'd had a family reunion. We've been talking for so long, but we never met. The whole thing is, is sports has become so impersonal because of that attachment with social media that guys like Luke Altmar, you forget they're human beings and they have real feelings about this stuff and real frustrations. Yeah. So while it was misplaced, it, I totally are, get it. Yeah, yeah. Li li listen, I, I mean, you know, Dart didn't say he regretted anything. I sensed that he... he no, I got, I sensed it too is what I'm saying. Uh, so I want to be clear him. about that. But, um, yeah, you know... And, and, yeah, yeah, and there's a there's a school of thought out there of, of uh, who cares? He should have the time of his life. He should have fun. Um, but um, I, I don't think Lane could tell you today who he's planning on starting at quarterback. Um, and I don't think he has to. He has to be in no hurry. Obviously, there's a game on September 3rd. Somebody's taking the first snap. But really and truly, he could probably play two quarterbacks through the month of September and away with it. Although he said yesterday, and you were in the room when he said this, I mean, he told me ideally he wants a decision. Ideally, the sooner the better. 
And uh, he does not really want to play two quarterbacks uh, if he doesn't have to. Well, ideally, David, I would have won the multi-millions lottery drawing the other day and not be doing this podcast anymore, but we don't always get what we want. It has to play out organically, and I think it's very close, and I agree with you on the last salient point that you made that these are human beings and that sometimes we forget that because we all get caught up in the entertainment aspect of this, which is what it is, but there are people with real life consequences that have to deal with this on a very personal, emotional level, and you kind of forget that, and it's because college football has become so impersonal. Last thing, and then we'll be back. Since we're recording on this Thursday and almost practice is Friday, Saturday, we won't be back till next week. There's only been two practices. It, don't, it doesn't make any sense, but I'm going to make you do it anyway. Who won the week? We're going three. One, two, three. Let's go. Who won the week? Wow. I think it's Quinshawn Judkins. Yeah, yeah, I would go with Quinshawn, man. He has, he has just been uh, incredible. Um, but you know what? I mean, and, and I'll say this too. I think the offensive line has done an incredible job. Um, so who knows? We may not have to throw forward passes this year uh, with as good as the offensive line is and as good as the backfield is. Who knows? But um, yeah, I'd go with Quinshawn. I think he is really and truly uh, shine. He has really shined, and and somebody tipped me off before Wednesday morning's practice to watch him because, like I said, he had been a monster in the weight room, doing everything they asked. And um, you know, it certainly you can you could see what it's done to him physically. And um, man, I got to tell you, when 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 he played in the Mississippi Alabama game this year or l- last December. And you looked at Quinshawn Judkins, you were like, what in the hell were they thinking about? He just didn't have the build, not to the naked eye. Now you fast forward nine months later, and I think this kid is about to rock the SEC. And I think there are a couple of guys. I mean, we mentioned Michael Trigg all summer long. Now Trigg is yet to uh, to uh, unseat Casey Kelly as the number one tight end. But uh, and, and Casey, Casey's another candidate for a helmet sticker. Man, I'll look out there this morning and, uh, you know, in between reps, Casey's coaching up the younger guys. You love to see that. I saw that with Sam Williams last year and picked up on that very quickly. And uh, you see what kind of year Sam ended up having. He grew up a whole lot and uh, he made a lot of money. And, um, you know, I, I sense the same thing out of Casey Kelly. Not that he had to grow up that much, but just that, um, you know, he's kind of taking that player coach role out there. And, um, you know, but Michael Trigg is going to be just fine. Uh, I've had people in and around the locker room tell me, look, he's a gamer. He's not necessarily a practice player. He's a gamer. And, you know, I asked Charlie Weiss today, are you guys looking for some gamers to emerge out of those group of pass catchers? He immediately said yes. Absolutely. Looking for a couple of gamers. And I think they know they have one in Michael Trigg. Now, you know, you're waiting on Jonathan Mingo. You're waiting on Jalen Robinson. You know, a couple more guys need to jump on that bandwagon and be gamers and everything's going to be fine. I truly believe that. Man, this is going to be fun. Football is so back. He's David Johnson. 
He writes for Inside the Rebels and Affiliate of 247 Sports. I've been Garrett. I write for the Old Miss Spirit and Affiliate of On3.com. And this podcast is crossover podcast. Since I have a talk of champions used to be the podcast, but now it's become like a network with uh, hashtag not committed, the Rebel Yell Hotline, a bunch of other shows. So what I've decided is to call this franchise player. Does that work? You call it what you want to, Ben. Okay. I'm all well, you're a part it. of like this it. with me. The talk of champions right. franchise like player. See, it's kind of like threading the needle. Go ahead. Yeah. Okay. Let's do it. All right. Franchise player it is. If you haven't already subscribed, rate, review Talk of Champions and all of its shows in iTunes, just simply search Talk of Champions. And we'll be back next week. I look forward to it, man. Let's get fired up. It's finally back. Yeah, I am. I am. I am fired up, man. I got up at 5 a.m. Thursday morning to get ready to go to practice. I'm sure I'll be up that early on Friday morning. And, um, yeah, I mean, it, it's fun. I'm having fun, and I'm enjoying it. Okay, I got to say something before we get out of here. You know what that reminds me of? My bet, my best friend in the world's name is Whit Spencer. He lives like two doors down from me. And he was a big high school football baller and all that kind of stuff. He missed it so bad. We went to Ole Miss and he went to a fraternity and they had their uh, their charity ball. I think he was a Sigma Nu and he, they had their charity ball. And he got ready. He was playing it and he hadn't played since high school. My guy got up at like 8 o'clock. They didn't play till 7 p.m. or something. He was in his pa- his pads and his helmet and all of his jersey and stuff all day. That's David Johnson at Ole, Miss, uh, at Ole Miss Fall Camp. He gets up in the morning. He puts on that safari hat. He's ready, man, because you've been waiting so long for some football. I just appreciate your commitment to football. I'm proud of you, my friend. Thanks, man. As long as they pay me good money, I'm going to keep doing it. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger. Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.